welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We are delighted and excited to announce that we will be speaking with Tartu Tameka head coach Miguel Santos. Thank you for joining us, Miguel. How are you? Thank uh, I thank you for the invitation. I'm I'm fine. It's always nice to talk about football. And uh, of course, when uh, I knew about your invitation, it was uh, obviously an S because it's uh, curious that you are both Estonian living in England. So uh, it will be a nice conversation about uh, the football of your country. Because obviously you are in a country which the level of football is a little bit different from Estonia and still a little bit different from Portugal also uh, for the best. Uh, because, for example, the title will be discussed today. They did. They they don't still have the champion there. The football is, it's a big deal there. But it's also big in Portugal and Estonia is developing. So, for me, it was nice to have your invitation. And of course, happy to be here with you. Hope you like it. And the 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 people that uh, listen to this podcast and uh, watch your 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 uh, page. And your uh, posts, I uh, hope they, they like this program and I hope I can help them the best way I can. Thank you. Um, yeah, we really appreciate you coming on. We let a few people know on our Twitter you were coming on. And yeah, very one of our most reacted to tweets. So um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's very excited to uh, listen today. Um, so the first question we have really is um, why Tomeka and why why Estonia? Why? Why did? How did that all come about? Well, it was uh, uh, a job offer. I I, um, I was in Portugal. I finished my contract with with the Braga, and uh, I was looking for a new challenge. No matter men or women, football is football. I'm I'm looking uh, about challenges and projects that you can say okay. I will develop as as a person, and I will develop as football manager, football coach. So, Tamika project was a very simple one and a very good one. Uh, build a team mixed with with um, experienced players and young players, and improve the team because the team last season was a scared season for them. Uh, they didn't enjoy the going to the playoffs, but they they stay in the league. And this season they want something different. They want to do a more comfortable league, and they want to, of course, work their young players and improve them. So the project was was the ideas, the, the vision, the philosophy of the project was good. Then, of course, the club gave me some uh, uh, freedom to work the players that will come to complete the the, the team. Uh, I will have the final decision. And uh, the way I will manage the team uh, will be also with a lot of freedom for me. Obviously, the club, when the club interviewed me three times, they already knew uh, all my ideas. And uh, yeah, it was, it was um, a good match because I believe in football, we have to be like that. So uh, sometimes the clubs hired coaches but the, the club vision and philosophy and the coach vision and philosophy, they don't match well. It's, going, it, it's not going to be a, an easy season. In this case, yeah, it matched. And um, that was, uh, that's why I, I, I choose a country where the football is developing. Also help Atomic football to develop and obviously help Estonian football to develop. It was also a nice challenge. And... Um, yeah, when I saw Estonia also, I saw peaceful country, quiet, relaxed. And that was also um, in favor of my decision. And that, that was it. Did you know much about the league before you accepted the offer? I knew some things. I started to watch some matches. Obviously, I saw... A, a style of football that I didn't appreciate a lot, but I respect because here sometimes uh, people use and abuse of direct football. And uh, okay, sometimes we use it, but if we can play short, if we can play a, a, a short pass style, 
and not a long pass, uh, I I would like and I would prefer. And here in Estonia, well, you have a lot um, long pass style. You have a lot of counter-attack uh, teams. Teams don't like to get the ball and uh, assume the match and have a lot of ball possession or at least more ball possession than the opponents. Uh, with the exception of the big four on the last six, only one or two teams like to pick up the ball and, and organize the match while all other teams may stay in counter-attack. They don't want the ball a lot. They like to go on the mistakes of the opponents. Well, the, uh, my vision is a little bit different from, from, from that kind of philosophy. But uh, yeah, I when I came, I had already watched some matches of Tameka uh, and I have quite a perspective of quite all the teams. Then I arrived, preseason comes and when the league started, I already have a a completely clear idea of what was coming. We gave Tameka a lot of shit last season for like how bad they were. Um, we were always saying that they should be better. When you arrived, did you realize how difficult it was actually going to be to like change that philosophy? Or yeah, a little bit on the on the first trainings um, because the first week I couldn't come. I got COVID and I had to wait seven days more. But I was watching the trainings um, online. Then on the second week, I was already in the pitch with the players. Yeah, on the first trainings where, for example, we were training high pressure, some of the players were looking back to see their own goal far away, you know, because it was different. Uh, on the other seasons, they will, they will defend closer from our goal. On this season, if you have to do high pressure, you are far away from your goal, but you are next to the opponent's goal, for example. It was one of the of the changes that I noticed that the players were like looking to each other, looking on the distance, looking to to our goal and see that our goalkeeper was far away. And of course, but I also realized that they like it, the trainings and uh, doing exercises all the time with the ball and all the time preparing the way we are playing. And I saw that the players really, really enjoying it. So different visions, one a little bit awkward for them, but the other very, very nice that I realized that they enjoy it a lot. And, um, and I believe they still enjoying it. And uh, it's one of the good things on our training methodology that uh, we train all the time, our way of playing and uh, 95% of the exercises are with the ball. How are you finding Tartu as a city to live in? It was it, it's a nice city, calm, relaxed. It was really good. I adapt well. The only thing that was quite quite different for me, but that's the reality of the country, was snow. It was so much snow. I never saw so much snow in my life. <laughs> uh, when I was coming to, I, I land in Riga. Then um, my assistant picked me up in Riga. And we are coming to, to, to Estonia, to Tartu, and I was looking to my right, everything white. I looked to my left, everything white. It was, it was uh, uh, completely, completely different. And of course, to see and to, to arrive, all the roads with, with, with snow, all the sidewalks with snow and ice, people sliding on the sidewalks to walk. That was something different uh, to see. <laughs> It was uh, okay. It was different, but th to adapt the city of Tartu, I would say like two weeks, three weeks, I was completely adapt, and it's a very nice city. I like to live here a lot because the traffic is not much. Uh, you don't wait a lot to have things. Uh, the people are nice. The city is is nice now. It's getting better because. The weather is getting better, and all the terraces in 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 the middle of the city, in city center. Uh, well, I I find it quite quite um, nice to to live here, and I am very very pleased. How do you feel the season's going so far? Then, do you think it's going how you want it to go? Well, about the positions on the table, yeah, 
we are in the middle of the table. In that case, yeah, about the points, no, not happy. I think uh, the football that we have played so far, we should have at least more five, four or five points at least. So we should be near 20 points already. And we are with 14. But, um, but okay, I'm satisfied. Not completely, completely happy, but satisfied with the performance so far. However, I think that we could have one, one more matches and have at least draw one or two more. And yeah, four, five, maximum six points we should have more, but we don't. And that's the reality. However, I'm happy with the, with the commitment of the players, with the attitude of the players. I'm happy with the people of the club. Very, very nice. The fans are really, really nice. Sometimes uh, a lot of nice. Sometimes we lose and the fans go there and uh, and don't get angry with, with the players or with the coach or with the team. In Portugal, it won't be like that. Um, but um, so far, I am satisfied. However, uh, we will try to, to get the best position we can, knowing, of course, that uh, we don't have... Uh, any chance to, to get uh, to the first four position. It will be tough. But at least as close as we get to the, to, the, to the big four, we will try to be. And that's huge. Obviously, people cannot forget that uh, this team has um, 24 players. And of those 24, 19 were here last season. And 19, the first league, the first team almost dropped from first league. And the under-21 they drop from the second league to the third league. So almost two teams of Tamika dropped last season. And this season, we are already in sixth place, which is, by the numbers, good on the place of the table. The quality of football, I think, is good, getting better every week. And um, I hope that improvement of the quality of the exhibition and the position on the table will come also with, with more points. Yes, yeah, so it brings me on because you said you 19 players were there last season. Is player recruitment difficult? It was the club philosophy. I already knew the president told me that they, the club wants to keep all of those players, some of them because they are experienced and they, are, they were playing Tamek for many years. Some of them, because they are young and the, the club saw them as a good potential. And then we were going to do um, four or five. We were going to bring four or five new players with more experience. That was the plan. So uh, we followed the plan and uh, we, we kept the, the, the vision and the, the philosophy of the club. So it was not about hiring players from outside. It was not a money problem because here also Tameka prefers to have more Estonian players than foreigner players. That's also club philosophy and we, we kept it. And for me, that's not a problem. Um, the problem was, of course, 19 players were, were not good enough. We need at least 23, 24. We get 24 and we are, we are good. You can see that we hired, uh, for example, Adi from outside, but it was a position left back here in Estonia is not easy to find. We have only left foot on the team, the Tanel Tamik and, and Karl Magivets, and we need another left foot. And here in Estonia, it was not easy to find, so we found it outside. That was the, 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 the criteria. Uh, get a left foot player that could play left back, center back, but, but left foot. And we couldn't find it here, we had to find it outside. Only that, the rest of the players, Yerdo, Tanalang, they were uh, ex Vilandi players in Estonia. Puri was ex-Legion player. Henry Vaglia, ex-Florida player. So, uh, and they, these four players, they have quality. They are Estonian, they have quality and they have uh, experience. Okay, Henry Vaglia, uh, younger, but still came from Florida. So, um, a very good uh, background. That was it not because of money issues, because I would think that if we wanted to hire five players from outside Estonia, we could. How disappointing is it to you know, go and beat Parnu 
3-1 and then go face Kalev in a game which would be seen as, you know, another winnable game and go on to lose that in the fashion you did. It was very, very disappointing, of course. Not going to say what I said on the dressing rooms or what I said after, <laughs> but very, very disappointing. I think that players understood uh, the message. Um, we cannot uh, have uh, that kind of uh, performance like uh, ups and downs. We have to keep regular. Yeah, that's that's why it's a league and it's not a playoff competition. Uh, on a playoff competition, you can win uh, 3-0 and then lose 2-0 and you pass. On the league, you don't want that. So winning 3-1 and then losing 3-1 against opponents with uh, quite the same objectives than us, just to stay on the league the fastest we can, this, all, these three teams, however, we are in best position than them, of course, but, uh, but the, the, the purpose of this season is the, the final, the final purpose of this season for, for these three teams is it's the same. And of course, it's, it's not acceptable. It's disappointing. And, uh, and the performance of the players and of the team has to be better. I think they understood the message. Uh, we talk, we discuss after the, ga- after the game, the, the right moments after the game. Uh, very, very disappointing. Uh, I was... I was angry and um, frustrated, but um, I also believe that 100% of the players were also. So uh, I hope the performance of the team in these next two matches that we have before the league stops, it will be good and we can get the maximum points that that uh, uh, we can. Let's see. We have to perform well. We have to to show on the pitch our quality but of course I don't want our team to come up and then down and then up and then down I don't want that I want the, the team to have regular performance okay in some matches we are going to win others we are going to draw and lose yeah that's normal but two matches at home uh, with such um, different results uh, well it's not um, what we want for sure uh, any player who surprised you when you showed it, showed up at Tameka? Because we're really liking watching Kukarev and Magomet so far this season. Well, uh, I'm not surprised for quite all the players. Technically, uh, they surprised me for 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 good reasons. Physically, it was okay. Yeah, tactically, well. I've made my changes, of course. And mentally, the mentality here in the club, I am trying to change it a little bit. So to have, so Tanaka can have a, a strong, strong, strong mentality. Yep. Getting individual, uh, I, I won't, I, I rather don't go individual, but uh, all of the youth players of Tanaka, that uh, are in the first team. Technically, they are all quite good. The thing is about intensity, pace, and mentality. That's what uh, we have to improve with them because statically they follow, they follow the, the orders, they understand, they trying to do, they go on the pitch and they try to do their best. Uh, only one player didn't play yet, Marcus Agrama, the third goalkeeper. I think all the other players have already played. All the other players that usually played on the under-21 team and come from the youth, they already have played more than one match. Uh, even uh, even Narusen, that's the player that plays less. I think Narusen already played two matches. He get in in two matches, I think. So all of the players are trying to develop themselves and I got uh, well on that but there are also some things that is not players fault that don't help them for example uh, during the preseason we played all the preseason artificial grass no water on it so the ball spins a lot that's not good 
I don't understand how people here in Estonia don't build artificial synthetics with the water system. I don't understand it. Because in Portugal, if you are a train, okay, we don't have indoors uh, for uh, 11 football, but we have indoors for, for seven football, five football, and, and we have the water on it. Of course, and here, you don't put water on it, the game gets slow, the injuries are uh, worse and, and in, in bigger number, and the speed of the game, the quality of the pass and the reception are completely different. That's not good. Then the snow gets away, but we have to play on artificials because the natural grass is not ready, but still the same problem, artificials with no water system. So it's the same problem. The balls spin a lot. Some of the artificial are overused and then the quality of the grass is not the best. And that's not players' fault. And you can see that in all teams. But then, Estonian teams go and play away in natural grasses with water, so the games is fast. And I'm not meaning all, only the seniors. I mean all the youth. The Estonian national team, under 15, under 17, under 19, they go and play away with other teams. They go and play with natural grass and with water. And here... I don't understand. It was quite, quite awkward for me to see and to find that kind of conditions for a seniors player to play and youth also. And I believe it's not good for the players. And that's, I cannot blame the players. So that I'm telling you, they surprised me. Technically good, physically okay. Mentally, we need to improve. Tactically, they are ready for all the changes and they want to develop. But sometimes we want the game to have better quality and the, the pitch don't allow it. And it's not players' fault. It's, I think, uh, clubs, federation and government, they have to really discuss these kind of things here in Estonia and change it as fast as you can. If they can change for next season, it will be good because this is not good for the quality of football, for the body uh, injuries. And, of course, for the development of the players, no matter if they are already seniors or they are youth. Well, what's the future for Temeca then? Have you got any long-term plans there? I signed for two seasons. However, in football, you never know. <laughs> it's always like that. Uh, but I believe that um, Temeca board, which has uh, Christian as CEO, have their plans uh, well, well, well clear in their mind, and that's good. So I believe Tamika wants to develop. I believe Tamika wants to reach and to be a team as close as they can to the, to the big four. It's not going to be easy, but that's the purpose. I, I believe Tamika wants to keep the, the, the good, uh, how can I say, the good rentability of players from the youth to the main team. They, they want to keep that. And, um, and Tamika is, it's, I believe, from what I see so far, the future is guaranteed. Tartu has finished now the, the indoor. So next season, we don't need to go to Villandi to have an indoor, which was quite awkward for me also. I have a team from the second biggest city to go to a small city. However, beautiful one. Villandi is very beautiful. But it's a small city than Tartu to train uh, for a Portuguese it's quite awkward. Uh, imagine uh, Benfica go to a small city to train or sporting or Porto or Braga. No, 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 no chance. Uh, but here we have done it. So next season on the preseason, we stay in our city, which is good. And the young players, they have uh, better conditions to, to train. And I mean, young players, I don't mean only Tameka. I mean, all the younger players here around the city. However, have the chance to talk a little bit on our presentation day with the, with the, with the city mayor. Very, very nice. But I told him, it's very good that you have the indoor, sir, but get ready because I believe that you are going to need another one because this one will not be enough. And, it, and for a city like Tartu, one city hall is better than nothing, of course, but I believe that as soon as possible, the city... And the clubs and the federation need to, to build another one because uh, 
there are a lot of young teams, seniors teams here in the city. And um, if you don't create good conditions for the players to train and develop, then you cannot expect to, to develop uh, well. And of course, you, you see the, the difference from Tartu to Tallinn. In Tallinn, I believe that you have already four or five indoors. Yeah, in Tartu is the first one. So from the first city, the capital, to the second, it's a huge, huge gap on, on, on conditions and that shouldn't exist. I find it awkward also. In Portugal, you don't have that kind of difference between Lisboa and Porto. Yeah, okay, Lisboa is the capital, yeah. Porto is the second biggest city, but the gap is not so huge on, on sports conditions. And here, the gap is really, really, really huge and it's not good. However, we are developing, the country is developing, Federation is doing their best, but I believe that the government and the city halls needs to get well, get a meeting with the Federation and try to, to accelerate and improve these kind of things because especially the young players of, of Estonia, they will all be pleased because in the next eight, 10 years, you will have better generations. So it brings me on to the next question. It's kind of like five questions rolled into one. So okay. the government, the Football Association, how can they make things better? Because obviously you did that interview where you spoke about the refereeing. Everything needs to be improved in Estonian football. How do you think that can be improved? Well, I don't want to do federation job or government job, but I can give you my opinion and vision from a person that comes from outside and knows the reality of Portugal, Spain, a little bit Germany. Um, well, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. We, we, um, we play now in Tame Stadium. Yeah? The club needs to pay to play there. I don't understand it because the club, me and all of the players, we already pay taxes. So we pay taxes. I pay taxes from my contract. I'm, I'm strange. I'm foreigner here. I have my contract, but I pay my taxes to, to the Estonian government. So if I want to go, I don't have kids, but imagine that I have kids. If I want to go to, 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 to Tame Stadium to be there a little bit, I can't. I have to pay. If the team wants to go there and train in the middle of the week, the, the, the club has to pay. I don't understand it. I don't understand this kind of politics, really. So we have to pay twice. I, in Portugal, we don't. It's City Hall Stadium. Okay, when it's full for competitions and for trainings of teams, you can't be there. When it's not, when it's empty, feel free. That's why you pay taxes. That's why it's not a private field and stadium. It's a public one. If it's a public one, why you have to pay twice? I don't understand it. And of course, I am a kid. I am with nine friends. We want to do a match. We want to go to Tame, not natural one. We want to go to the artificial one. Then the, the, the city hall employees go there and say, no, no, you can't play. To play here, you have to pay. Can't understand this. Sorry, I can't understand. So, first of all, I think that, uh, in my opinion, you, you need to change the mentality. So, it's a public infrastructure. Leave the people, use it. Okay? Put it there. With responsibility, of course, you cannot go there and damage. No. But you have to be free and use it. How do you want the kids to develop playing football if I am with my friends and I cannot go there because I have to pay? No, it's not nice. So that, for example, is one of the first things that you need to change. The other thing that you need to change is, uh, I believe, try to, the, the, the government should give money to the clubs directly for they invest in the youth you understand directly on the youth like this money is forbidden that you spend it on seniors you have to spend this money on the youth with better dressing rooms better pitches and better material for trainings that was one of the things that also the government has to in my opinion talk with the federation and give an special budget, extra budget, call it wherever you want, or youth develop program 
uh, and especially give them to all of the clubs, of course. Not only Premier League clubs, all of the clubs. So the clubs can have uh, good, good, good conditions on the youth. Then on seniors, on Premier League, uh, of course, try to get the pitch better, try to get the grass better, because, for example, you have uh, clubs that have already had the grass really, really good, really, really nice, and some of the club, the grass is still a disaster. So this is not good. This creates um, unfair conditions of playing and training. And that's not good for the development of the competition. Also, I believe that uh, the sponsors of Premier League could sponsor with uh, more money or try to find better sponsors uh, that sponsor this with more money so the clubs will have better conditions to give to the players and to the coaches to train even in, in, in better conditions and to get the league more competitive. Then, and I know this is a little bit, um, how can I say, uh, it's going to be a little bit um, mediatic, get professional referees. The referees need professional conditions. I saw this in Portugal 20 years ago. Professional players, professional coaches, amateur referees. It's a disaster. It's a nightmare. Here you have it. Professional players, professional coaches, amateur referees. And that's not referees' fault. They should be professional also. Or at least semi-professional. Some and professional, the, the, the UEFA and the FIFA uh, referees. So they can be better and better. Uh, and if you develop players, if you develop coaches, if you develop referees, you'll have better games and you'll have more people in the stadiums. If you give to all the players and coaches better infrastructures, better facilities to work, if you give to the youth better training sessions, better facilities to develop, in the future you'll have better youth teams, better youth Estonian players, and of course, better league. That I believe you have to change. And of course, from what I understand here, sometimes the federation wants to do things, but the government stop them. And that's not also good. So I believe that the government needs to look to all sports in the same way. But like in every country, there are sports that are played for more people and they should have a little bit more priorities than others. It's, it's a reality. So I hope Estonian football will get better. And I hope government, city halls, federation clubs will get better dynamics so the players, coaches and fans will be pleased with better conditions, better football and better referees with better conditions. Also, that will be nice for them as well. Yeah, so talking about referees, done your interview to ETV after the Florida defeat. Yeah. Uh, we put that video on our Twitter and it got 20,000 views on it. It got quite a reaction. People from all over the world agreeing with everything you were saying. Do you still feel the same way even after your comments on that day? Yeah, I, uh, I said that um, during the game, it was a, a, a red card on that situation of Flora, then I saw it, no, no red card. And that, and that one, I was wrong. But on the rest, yeah, I keep. However, after that, I have a meeting with the Federation. Then I have a meeting with the head of the referees. Two nice meetings. Very, very good. I have to, like I said, I, I'm going to analyze now if there will be changes or not on the behaviors of, of, of the people. And then we'll move on. But the idea, and I already said it here, is that I believe here you have a huge gap between the big four and the rest. Financially, first, financially. The big four, they have more money, completely more money. With that more money, they hire better players. They have bigger technical staff teams. They have more uh, medical staff. And they have more board staff, okay? Financially. Then, conditions of training. 
the big four, they have better conditions of training than the others, completely. Then you have, of course, the history of the clubs. They have more history, more titles. Uh, they have better uh, volume of fans here. Okay, so these all factors, they have more than the other six. Then if they get extra helps, come on. How can you want us to beat them or be competitive against them? Of course, it's quite impossible. And the gap of the big four and the other six will get huge, huge, huge. And in my opinion, it's not good. In my opinion, it's not good. Okay. See and analyze Estonian behavior teams in UEFA competitions in the last 20 years. This year, Florida get into the UEFA Conference League, the third competition that UEFA created this year. But tell me, how many years Estonian team was in the Champions League group stage? Zero. Zero. Europa group stage in the last 20 years? Zero. And that's a factor that you need to analyze. That factor, you need to analyze that aspect, that dimension of the Estonian football, you need to analyze it. And you need to analyze it and be clearly, clearly objective. Okay? On the... Talk that I have with the head of the referees, there was clear cultural difference, different cultural visions of some situations in the game. And uh, I asked him for a, a third opinion in, in one different situation, uh, a welfare opinion. I, I am waiting for the answer to see because that cultural difference, if exists, then I have to rethink a little bit some situations in training here in Estonia, because if I am allowed to do some things, well, I will change them and I will do them. In Portugal, for example, we are not allowed to do some things, but here people tell me that I am allowed to do some situations in the games. Well, that affects the way that I train teams and strategically I do things and then I can change. I'm still waiting for the answer. Let's see. Um, however, it's completely clear here that the big the, the 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 competitive matches here is when two teams from the big four played against each other. The other matches they are simple. And if you want to have a competitive league, the first can lose with the last one. How it is in England. The first can lose with the last one. But here in Estonia, quite impossible. Quite impossible. How how is this competitive? It it isn't, and you have to change it. In my opinion, because this is your football, your country, your clubs. I am a foreigner here. However, I wouldn't be professional if I wouldn't give my vision and I wouldn't be honest. Yeah. So, for example, and I tell that on the interview, Port Portugal is not perfect, and it isn't. We lost the fifth place on the UEFA ranking. We are now sixth on the clubs. France passed us. Why? Because the French league is more competitive than the Portuguese one. And it's our fault. Our fault. Now we get well on the sixth position. We have a little bit more points and we are in a comfortable sixth place, which allow us to have two teams directly on the Champions League. And the third place goes and do the, 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 the playoffs to see. So Portugal has a chance to have three teams on the, on, the, on the UEFA Champions League. But we lost the fifth place. Why? Because we didn't get how competitive uh, we should. And here in Estonia, I quite see the same. Only the big four loses points with the big four. And the, the, the other six to get a draw or a winning is quite, quite difficult, and it shouldn't. It should be natural. If the big four play better, they win. If they don't, they draw or they lose. Period. Point. You understand? Because yeah. imagine, do you believe that can happen here, a phenomenon like Leicester here in Estonia? No, no chance. No chance. Yeah. The probability is similar or very, very near to one or zero. And it shouldn't. You should have that probability of 
10, 12, 15% like Leicester had. Mm. You see in France, Paris Saint-Germain is, is the big, big club. Yeah, but Lille was champion two or three years ago. Yeah. Why? Because it's competitive. Paris Saint-Germain has money, but if they don't deserve to win, they don't win, period. Over. And here it happens. I don't see that. However, however, let's see what happens now in the future. But what I said there, it was honest. The Federation warned me, I understand, obviously, and I respect. And I, in, in some aspects of my speech, if I was getting too much angry, I apologize, of course. I already apologized to the Federation and also to the referees. But I, I, I said to them, the big mistakes you cannot excuse. Yeah, some small mistakes, okay. Big mistakes, come on. There are four referees in the pitch, eight eyes. One of them should have a clear vision of the, or, or, about what happened. Also, another thing that you need to improve is the cameras when you broadcast the games. You should have more cameras, more angles for everyone, for the fans and for the referees to see the games and the matches. And that's facility things. You need to improve it. Try to get better on that because I saw it in my country. Portugal was one of the first countries in the world to use VAR. And I saw the improvement of VAR. Here in Estonia to have VAR, it's quite impossible this way. Uh, this, uh, re, uh, today's, nowadays, it's quite impossible. But to have semi-professional referees and professional ones, uh, I, don't, I don't believe it's harder. It's only a question of money. If you have more budget for the referees, Next season, you can have referees with better conditions. Easy. So I believe that uh, things here, let me put it this way. If you train, if you train Flora and Levadia here in Estonia, you are living a dream. If you train Nome and Paida, you are happy. You are happy. If you train the other six, you have to struggle every day, every game, to get the points that you want and to get the results that you want. And um, I accept it, I respect it, but in my opinion, the league could be more competitive if uh, people start not looking to the symbols of the t-shirts and look only to the performance. You are playing to win, you deserve to win, okay. You don't deserve, you don't win, period not extra helps over because then and next season next season no in this season in the next year of the UEFA competitions you'll have Levadia Flora and Paida Paida won the cup so they will go yeah I hope that the three teams get into the Europe but if you ask me the three teams go on the UEFA Conference League I'll be happy I'll be happy if one go to the Europa League and two go to the Conference League it would be better for Estonian football. And also, the government needs to understand that if Tallinn will get fans from all over the Europe every seven days or every 15 days, the economy of the country will get better because the fans come to watch the game. And if they like the country, they will come with their families for winter holidays, for spring holidays, for summer holidays. So that's how it is. That's how it is all over the world in all the countries that have football in the middle of the week. Fans go, they see, if they like the country, they will come. And you have a very beautiful country. I believe that the fans, if they come here, no matter if it's winter or spring, they will like it and they will come again with their families. I'm quite sure. Quite, quite sure. Um, do you feel, um, I don't know if you saw it, but Lavadia's head coach, Marco Savic, made similar comments about referees. Um, he says the agenda is just to push one particular team rather than the other top four. Um, is that a similar on, viewpoint? On that, I'm sorry, but I don't agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However, I respect, yeah. I respect his opinion. He is the champion. Last season he won. So he deserves respect from, from his work and uh, what he's doing so far in Levadia. However, my vision is a, li a little bit different. I believe that the big four, they can smile 
every game. Every yeah. game they can smile. And sometimes they lose, of course. But if you see Florida lost at, uh, points against uh, Pida, I believe. Draw. So Florida lost points with one of the big four. Levadia, I believe, only lost points with Florida. Yeah? And yeah. Norman. Yeah. So two teams, the big four. Pida, okay, Pida lost points with Curaçara. Yeah? The rest of the points were with the big four. Norma lost points with us and then on the big four. So only Tameka and Curaçara could take points of the big four in 14 matches. Do you think this is competitive? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is not competitive. It's the fact. It is. And I saw some of the matches and I still don't agree with some of the decisions, but I respect them. I respect them. However, I believe that the league can be more competitive if you start looking to all of the teams the same way. Come here, performs. If you deserve to win, you win. If you don't deserve to win, you don't win. And then don't complain. Go home, train better, play better, and talk less. How it is in England? It is performance. That's why you have the stadiums full. Because you know that when you go on a stadium to watch the English Premier League or the Championship, you are going to see a good show of football. It's one team against the other and the best team wins. Okay, sometimes the referee makes mistakes. Yeah, sometimes. Only sometimes. And, and it's, it's moments that you can clearly say because there are so few during the season that you can point them. Only, only, only sometimes. That's why English Premier League is nowadays probably the best Premier League in Europe and probably one of the most competitive in, in, in Europe. Because you have there two teams fighting for titles. The UEFA Champions League positions are not set. I believe third place already set, but the fourth place, it isn't. Fifth and yeah. sixth, I don't believe it's also. There are places open for the last games. So that's being competitive. Um, and if you see all around Europe, and for example, in Portugal, you get to the last two or three games and the first, second, third and fourth and fifth were already decided. So the last two rounds was to decide who was going to drop. And in England, you didn't decide all the teams that are going to drop and you didn't decide all the teams that are going to get up. That's competitive. That's being competitive. And here in Estonia, I hope uh, we'll get a day where the league will get so competitive that the first can lose with the last. That would be good for Estonian football. We will move it on. We'll go to our quick five questions. Uh, so we've got 10 questions. Some of them are more random than others. No thinking, just straight up answer the question, all right? All right. All right, so if you could sign one player who's currently playing in the Estonian league, who would you sign? Vasilev. That seems to be, everyone says Vasilev, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, okay, I can explain you why. The way that I play, uh, to have him in the team, uh, it would be very good for me, especially when the teams are in low block and I am playing in the last meters of the pitch and I want someone that can also bring me the quality of pass that sometimes he does and the set pieces also. Because I have some players here that do that, but if I have one more, it would be even better. Of course, yeah. Messi or Ronaldo? Well, I, I'm glad that you answered me that question. I'm going to give you an uh, probably original answer. Okay, if I speak from the heart, Ronaldo, no, no questions. If I speak as a football coach, why people are all the time making choices of both of them, uh, of one of them, if we can have both? It's quite one of the moments of the football history where you have two genius playing at the same time and you can enjoy both. But the mentality of the people is also, oh no, pick up one, choose who's the best, uh, Ronaldo or Messi. No, 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 Ronaldo and Messi. Enjoy them because when they disappear, because they are not going to play forever, when they mm -hmm. finish their careers, I believe we are going to miss them a lot. And I give you some examples. I miss Figo 
I miss Zidane. I miss Beckham. I miss uh, Roberto Baggio. I miss Del Piero, Nevda, Maldini. I miss those kind of players. And you want me, you tell me, hey, of those players, choose one, of course. From the heart, I'll choose Figo, of course. But no, I miss them all. Yeah, I miss David Beckham. I miss Paul Scholes. I miss Mehmet Scholl from Bayern Munich. Oh, if I, I'll be here the entire evening, tell you players that I've watched playing that I would love to watch again. And I can't because their career is over. And people are all the time, all the time, Messi or Ronaldo, Messi or Ronaldo. And instead of putting or change the word for and, Messi and Ronaldo. Enjoy both because they are going to finish their careers. And then it's going to be, I hope we'll find now, okay, Mbappé is now getting uh, close to their performance. Let's see if he can keep it because Messi and Ronaldo, I believe they are 10 to 15 years at the highest level ever. And that's not easy because to do five good seasons, you can do, but to do 10 to 15 good seasons, that's quite hard. For example, I like a lot Ibrahimovic. If Ibrahimovic finished his career uh, this season, I will miss him because he was one of the best strikers that I saw in my life completely. And I miss, I miss some players from Portugal that don't play anymore. Uh, and I wanted to see them play more times, but I can't. Yeah. And I miss, and I miss a lot of international players. Then of course, from the heart, Ronaldo, but if I am a football coach and football fan, I would say both, enjoy both, because it's not going to be a lot of moments in history where you have two genius playing like them. Very good answer. Yeah, fully agree, both. Yeah. Uh, so next question is, what's your go-to snack? My favorite? Your snack, favorite snack. Snack? Snack, yeah. Oh, I would say uh, probably Maltesers. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, and uh, if you were to be transformed into an animal, what would it be and why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very, very good question. Uh, <laughs> I would probably tell um, a lion, the king of the jungle, maybe. Yes. My mentality is like, my mentality in sports and a little bit in life is like, Winning, 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 struggle to, to try the best, keep winning, keep getting better every day. And maybe if I could choose an animal, maybe I'll choose a, a lion. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> if you could choose uh, one song to play every time you walked into, the, into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? <sighs> That's a hard one because I like music a lot. But you know what? In the last days, I found this music of Coldplay Gravity, which I find okay. very, very nice to hear, especially, uh, for example, after, after Kalev, I was angry and frustrated and I, put, I found on YouTube, there was one hour and a half of this song repeatedly and I put it for a long, long time and it was so nice. The, the, the song really get me relaxed. So if I, if I go in a room and have this song, I'll choose, yeah. For now, this one, Coldplay, Gravity. Yeah. Fair enough. If you could choose to travel to the past or the future, what one would it be? Well, well, that's, uh, that's a tough one also. Because I f if I could travel to the past, I could change some things. If I will travel to the future, I will find out something. And uh, I am in moment of my life that I, will, I would like to have some good surprises. To have good surprises, you cannot know the future because if you know it already, you will not be surprised. But also, if I go back and I change a little bit my past, I will not be the person that I am today because what I am today is about things that I've done in the past, good things and bad things. With the good things, I improve. With the bad things, I correct and I develop. So let me tell you this way. If I could, if I could, I would stop growing and i'll stay forever with the uh, 35 years old so maybe i'll go a little bit 
on the past, not too much, but get back a little bit. But knowing the future, for sure, no, because I want life to surprise me and I will not want to lose that element. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll go back a little bit on the past and maybe if I could get a little bit immortal and keep the 35 forever, I'll be <laughs> with 35 forever. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> what would you choose as your last meal on earth? Oh, definitely I will choose a Portuguese one. Portuguese um, seafood or uh, Portuguese. We have In Portugal, we have this little pork, so tasty. Uh, from my last meal, it would be one of the two. Or the Portuguese seafood or the Portugal little pork that we call Lake Town. It's really, really nice and tasty. And for my last meal, I'll choose one of those two. Yeah. With champagne. Of course. <laughs> of course, go out in style. Yeah. Uh, how much does the amount of traffic affect your mood? Well, I'm glad I haven't lived a lot in big, big cities. Braga didn't have a lot of traffic. Tartu does not also. But I find it a waste of time being stopped in the traffic for one hour, half an hour, 45 minutes. Just waste of your time. You could be... With some friends, you could be on cinema, you could be rest a little bit, you could be sleeping, watching football game, whatever, but you are there in the car. And uh, what, what makes me, um, how can I say, what makes me angry on traffic is like people doing these crazy movements and don't respect you at all. That make me angry, no matter if it's a lot of traffic, a lot of traffic or not. But, but being stopping in the traffic is for me just a waste of time and uh, that's the most thing that I think when I am stopped in, in, in traffic. Okay, and what's your worst habit? <laughs> well, I lost it. It was slipping too much, but I lost it, you know. Yeah. I am already 38 and uh, it was not, I cannot say it was not yesterday, but it was like little years ago, I was finished my high school with 23 and now I am already 38 and I believe that I spend some moments sleeping I, I can tell you that in some moments of my life I was sleeping for 10 11 12 hours too much in my opinion yes. now that I yeah. see it it was too much and it was one of my worst habits because I don't drink a lot only socially I don't smoke I don't go to the casinos to uh, spend money I don't bet so I'm quite comfortable with that. My worst habit was sometimes sleeping too much, but I am losing it because I am starting to enjoy more the time uh, that I have and I'm trying to waste the last time that I can uh, sleeping. I sleep, of course, seven to eight hours a day and that's it. That's yeah, it. Amazing. And uh, do you have a favorite word? So it could be a Portuguese word, an English word, maybe an Estonian word if you've picked up any Estonian. I have uh, I have some Estonian words, but I cannot tell them. <laughs> <laughs> However, I know I know good ones. I know Hede, Aita, Iadaga. I know Mangi. I need this word Mangi, Mangi. I need Mangi, in yeah. the training. But I know one or two that I cannot tell here. Uh, I know, but I don't use it. I don't use it. Uh, <laughs> they are, no, they are definitely not my favorites. Uh, uh, my my favorite words, uh, really, really, to be honest, I don't have any favorite, favorite word that I like. Now, to give you one good word, I will give you the, the name of my homeland, a match. It's the name of my homeland. But I cannot say my favorite word, but I cannot say a word that is my favorite. I really, really, really don't have one, to be honest. But here on this podcast, maybe we'll stay that one. Amarish, the, the, the name of my, of my hometown. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. I really love your passion for football and talking about things. Uh, and I'm sure our listeners are going to be really excited for this one. So, yeah, thank you so much for your time today. We really do appreciate it. I thank you uh, for, for your invitation. I hope you get well in England and uh, get well with your lives 
I, I think we all hope that Estonian football will get better. And I hope also that people understand that what I said here and what I said on the interview that I gave to the national television in Estonia was just my opinion, my vision, uh, my reality, my football culture and my football background. So nothing against anyone. I have no conflict with anyone at all. I like your country. Very, very nice. Very nice people. I like your football. I only think that your football can be better and can be uh, developed more. And yeah. I really hope that the fans get more to the stadium. For example, yesterday I went to the stadium to see the final cup, Noma against Paida. And it was around 1,500 um, people in the stadium. Honestly, I was expecting more people. I was expecting like 5,000, 6,000 people in the stadium because the weather was good and it was a yeah. Saturday. So I hope Stone and football get better, more fans in the stadiums, uh, bigger, bigger matches, uh, more uh, sh football show. And uh, once again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to speak with both of you. All the best for you. and. All the best for Estonian football. Yeah, that, yeah, appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, your passion you. is obvious. So this, I can see that it's just an opinion. So yeah, um, thank you so much. Thank you. I thank you. Right. And good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.